Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the adventures of Ryan Wilder and the once CW show Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? Ah, uh, all right. It's it's getting to be spring weather out, so it's still not too hot for me yet. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Well, that's good. I'm how both, is? I'm both happy how, and sad to be talking to you today because I've missed you, but I hate the reason that we're here. Wow, you hate Batwoman that much? No, I love Batwoman, but I hate uh, that we have to discuss that it's ending. Oh, yes, that is that is unfortunately true. Um, so the news came out last week that uh, Batwoman was not renewed, uh, also along with Legends of Tomorrow, which came oh. down, like, not too long after that. Like, within a couple hours, I think. And yeah. Legends pissed me off only in the sense that we were left on such a cliffhanger. I wanted one more season to... I mean, we're always resolu- left on a cliffhanger. True, but I wanted resolution to that. I at least take solace in the fact that we got the story for Batwoman wrapped up. I still think that Batwoman, Batwoman was canceled way, 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 way too... Like, but I at least have comfort in knowing that there wasn't a giant cliffhanger that will never get... Yes, there was. Who was the zombie person? Okay, yeah, there's there there's that. But, I mean, the main stories for season three were addressed. The overall, like, stories were addressed. Also, after. who's Ryan's father? Oh, yeah, that too. We'll never know any of these questions now. And so, um, so the news got released, like, late afternoon... Yeah, you sent and, me the news about about Batwoman, and all I said to you was, "Damn it!" Yeah, um, and then Legends was not too long after that. What I found, what I found a little bit weird about the the news is that with not necessarily like previous cancellations, but with recent cancellations, like we're talking maybe the past five ish years or so. Um, there's always kind of like hope and not necessarily optimism, but there's always usually like some sort of like, well, it got canceled, but they're trying to shop it around to see if anybody picks it up. Like Lucifer had gotten canceled, got picked up not too far. I think it's too far after. Yeah. Not too far after by Netflix and with like legends and Batwoman, like, the producers, when the producers announced the cancellations on on Twitter, they were like very like it's done. I, but I think, and a, a lot of people were discussing this in my Twitter timeline. Um, I think the Discovery Warner merger has a lot to do with that because a lot of people said, well, why doesn't it just go to HBO Max? But I think because of the Warner Discovery merger and the complete ensuing revamp of DC that's coming. I don't think that's an option. That is that is probably accurate. Um, DC, you know, the merger just the merger just really happened a couple weeks. Like it got it was in the works and it finally got finalized and and pieces started moving 
um, not too long before these cancellations, maybe a couple weeks uh, when the new like when the new people started taking over, and there were already reports that um, one of their one of their goals is to have like one person leading the DC brand into like a unified direction. Like they want to make sure TV, movies, comics are all kind of are all kind of going in the same direction and are kind not necessarily unified to the point where if you read the comics or you watch the movie like you're going to have to you're going to have to do all three, but they want to make sure like nothing's really nothing's really like countering countering something else so there's also the possibility that while while the 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 good chances this was done because cw is being sold that there's also the possibility of dc of dc warner the warner discovery merger also kind of like contracting what they can to start figuring out what they want to do with their various properties. So it's actually, I know, like we discussed off air very briefly that, that, you know, once something's renewed or picked up, it's never really gone back on. But I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like we see something get rolled back. Like we know, so the two that had gotten renewed were flash for one more year and, and Superman and Lois. Now, those two are, you know, at the top of CW's ratings, so it was difficult for them not to renew those. So I don't foresee that changing. Uh, the only thing I could see is I don't know if when the renewals were discussed, if an episode count was released. It wasn't. So they, you know. Maybe we're going to get one more season of each of those at a shortened rate just well, to kind and, of and just to kind also, of get it done. A lot of the shows on the CW did not go back to the long format. Like a lot right. of them, a lot of them shrunk down to like 13 to 15 because of COVID and have stayed there. Cause like the flash is only going to be like 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Batwoman was only 13 episodes. Legends was only 13 episodes. Like I don't, I'm not expecting anything more than that because they did not ex- like they did not go back to the normal 20 to 22 once the COVID um, right once you know COVID wasn't really I mean it's still a factor but once right I'm also wondering because again until CW's actually physically sold nothing I think is is set in stone well we have only a couple more weeks left before, before the, the upfronts like right. today is the we're recording this on the 5th I believe right. their upfront presentation is like what the 14th or 16th probably like yeah. that yep. and so their entire fall lineup has to be locked before they go for their upfront pre- so if they're going to walk it back it's going to be in the next couple of weeks and whatever yeah. shows are going to get renewed and are going to be slated for fall will have to pending before the upfronts or Whatever it, whatever they don't renew or don't cancel and leave in limbo mm-hmm. is not going to be on the air come fall. They're going to push it to like mid season or like summer. Right. Um, so the only other thing I can think of is maybe because of 
maybe because of their various services that they have, them being uh, uh, Warner Discovery, you know, they have HBO Max, their own streaming. Plus, yeah. Yeah, and they they have their own streaming platforms. Oh, yeah, Discovery Plus is just going to end up being folded into HBO Max. Yeah. It'll become like HBO, like HBO Overy Plus or something. And I'm just... Discover HBO Max, something like that. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if one of like their first things is to consolidate all their IPs onto their own stuff and with selling with the potential sale of CW CW would no longer be under the the Warner Brothers Discovery brand. That could be too. Um, cuz a lot of a lot of the shows that got renewed had were were Warner Brothers properties well, not even Warner Brothers properties. Most of the ones that have gotten renewed already are shows that are technically a CBS Studio show. Like CBS Studios produces those shows, even right. though they air on on CW. Right, or um, or reality shows because they also they had also renewed a bunch of reality shows prior to prior to renewing anything else. Like when Batwoman was still on on the air, they were they renewed a lot of their reality shows. But you're right, like, all the Archie stuff is not owned by Warner Brothers. Um, although I don't even know if... all Charmed like isn't, if it, Walker isn't, Nancy Drew isn't, and they no. all got... Well, wasn't, I don't know about Charmed, but... Wasn't Charmed originally, like, on Fox or something? Originally, Charmed, I believe, was... Oh, Charmed originally was on Channel 11. It was a WB show. I believe it aired, like, Tuesdays or Thursdays okay. at 8. All right. But I know it's not a Warner Brothers property because they've done Charmed comic books and they weren't put out by DC or yeah, no, it was an or a subsidiary. So yeah, was, or a subsidiary. Was, oh, yeah. So I know. So when the when the announcement happened, you know, all, a lot of people were upset, which is fine. And a lot of people were looking for our reaction because I know I got a couple of, of DMs looking for uh, yeah. our reaction podcast. Um, a lot of people were upset. There was also a portion of the population that, you know, blamed the downfall on them getting rid of Kate Kane, which, you know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to try and make that argument, you're welcome to it. You're not going to get me to believe it. I no, will say, because I, I'm of a completely opposite. I will say, while I don't think, while I don't think the downfall of the show ratings wise or or getting canceled had to do with Kate Kane specifically I do feel that there is a significant portion of the audience that didn't come back because of Caroline Dryers and I am willing I am willing yeah. to state that I think you know while I loved while I loved Batwoman I love the characters. I love the writing. I love the actors. I think Carolyn think... Dreyer's PR <laughs> skills leave a lot to be desired. I think Carolyn Dreyer's was easily a the worst part of the show and b the worst advocate for the show. Like this show, this you know, you could you could probably get away with switching out Kate Kane for another character. If you do it a more tactful way than she did, which was, you know, essentially like try and use Twitter to to argue it. And like she was just I'm sorry, she was the worst spokesperson for the show. Like, I feel bad, you know, 
but I I really I really wish that somebody else was was the showrunner on this. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like on screen creatively, the show was great, but she left a bitter taste in a lot of people's mouths because she either double spoke or misspoke or it just landed herself on you know into and, places she couldn't get out of. Yeah, and then the and again. I think her, aside from, like, her PR skills, which were bad, I think the worst decision the show ever did was bringing back Kate for three episodes in the second season with Wallace Day and then getting rid of her. That was a mistake. That was a big mistake. And I bet you, and I'll I'll go ahead and say it, if that did not happen, I don't think anybody, I don't think we would have had the mass exodus we did between. Uh, we didn't, we didn't necessarily have as much of an exodus between two and three as we did between one and two. Okay. Well, because I, I think, I think that it was a big mistake, because it felt like they were baiting in a way. Oh, they absolutely did. Because that, like, the point of, like, her bad PR skills was all the way prior to, prior to really season two coming out, was her, like, well, Kate's gone, Yes, there's a mystery about what happened to Kate that we're going to explore, but the show's about Ryan now. And then blatantly obvious after, you know, in the first episode that Kate was still going to be somewhere on the show this season. I mean, you literally uh, had Ryan writing a journal to Kate. Yeah. You still made Kate a through line. And honestly, I almost wonder if they should have killed Kate. I mean, I didn't, I don't think they should have killed Kate. Um, like I would have been fine with writing a very clumsy like if you like if you were really dead set in going with the created character direction which Carolyn Dryers was, which is one of the things that everyone dislikes is the fact that she like she really chose to take a created her own character and make it the star of the show, which I you know, I I like Ryan. I still wish the show would have kept with Kate. Just, you know, bring in Wallace Day from the beginning and fine. It's just a different looking – it's just a Honestly, different looking what, Kate Kane. What they should have done is have Kate Kane be part of season three with with Ryan. Yes. Because if, and, if, and I loved season three and I loved the story we got. I'm not saying it was, it was bad or it was, it was wrong. It wasn't, but – You could have still had Kate Kane on there. Right. A massive chunk of this audience knows and loves Kate. Now, I have no history with the Batwoman comics, so I was coming at this from a completely objective point of view. But a good chunk of our audience was not. They love and are attached to Kate Kane, and they wanted her on the show, and it pissed them off that she wasn't there. Right. And it was even worse that you kind of dangled her in season two. Like, they should have just made a – like – and how are you Choose going to one end- direction or the other. Just make a clean break or don't. Like, and how have- are you going to tease us by announcing her casting, but you do- then don't have her speak a word for like three episodes after you make <laughs> the announcement? Yeah, like again, like like a lot of a lot of the missteps that this show that this show kind of inflicted upon itself was Carolyn Dryers. 
Yeah. And and on and again because and even the, the choice for Kate to exit was not Wallace Day. She wanted to stay. She made right. that clear in her in her um, statement after her last episode aired. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe we get a new maybe we get a new Batwoman show down the road on HBO Max with Wallace Day as Kate Kane. That would be great. But you know, again, I I like Ryan. I liked her character. You know, I've spoken out like the the few problems I had with the Ryan character I've spoken out about, which was like her, like her, her, uh, uh, not aggressiveness, but combative personality that seemed like for the first season and a half, like it wasn't there. It wasn't there a lot in season three, but it was there throughout season two and kind of. What it kind was, of at the start of season three and her always like see seeming to go like through moods it was her insecure it was her insecurities coming out that's what it was and just she wasn't as secure I, I don't think she was as secure in being batwoman so she was basically lashing out at everyone which i get but it like the way it was done just kind of made her like kind of made her seem like a little unbalanced at times um so i wish like they could have they could have found a a better way to do that but other than that i thought her character was really good you know obviously we love alice love mary you know mary sophie was gonna sophie sophie finally came into her own in season three like season three was my favorite sophie's Mm mm-hmm Oh yeah, her and Mary kind of had their moments to shine in season three. Alice, you know, always had some moments to shine, but regardless if she was supposed to or not, she always she always stole the scene. Um, Luke kind of was getting on his track. I think I I wouldn't say Luke shined in any season. I think he you know obviously the the joke of the first season where he was always dumb Luke. And yeah. then, and then him season. kind of progressing. I think yeah. he would have really. Sh- I think like his season to shine was would coming up. Next, yeah, it would have been season four because like the end of season two and all of season three, he went on this journey. Like ever mm-hmm. since he got shot, and like everything yep. that came after, and it was kind of an underlying theme of the entire season. There wasn't really a moment or an episode that solely focused on it, but it was always kind of there in the background. And then at the very end of the, of season three, you saw him kind of coming into his own, letting go of his past, finding his power. And I was really interested to see now that he found himself to kind of see where that journey took him next. Yeah. And I'm really sad that we're not going to get that. Agreed. I, I agree. Although I will say, I think his best episode was, the episode after he gets shot and he's yeah. in and he's in limbo talking to Bruce Wayne throughout most of the episode like I thought that was easily his best episode just the the writing of his character what they wanted to say with the episode and how like how he delivered it was it's all actually one of the best episodes of the entire season it really is like yeah it it really is um and out of the three seasons, I like. I still say I like season two the best. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's a toss up between two and three for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I 
it's weird because I like I I love season two because of the Coriana stuff. I thought that was really good. Alice was great. Her trying to process Kate not being there, I thought was also excellent. Uh, but at the same time, we were going through another or you know a second year, a second straight year of an origin story. So that did like that does take away from it. So in that aspect, I like three. Yeah, because three we're, we're felt finally like was, through all that. Yeah, three finally felt like the show found its groove. It found the show that it wanted to be. Everybody was a cohesive unit. We could just kind of have the, and we said it all season as we were recapping the episodes. We had the freedom to just kind of be and exist and tell stories. There wasn't really right. a whole lot of backstory that really needed to happen apart from the stuff with Jada. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick with my season two as my favorite, as my favorite season, just because I really like, uh, Sophia and Coriana and that stuff I thought was really good. I also really liked Wallace Day as, as Kate. I thought Black Mask was done really well. So there's all that stuff that I really enjoyed about season two, but season three is, is pretty, is pretty good i will say let's you know it, it's sad that it only lasted three seasons but at least we never like lingered and we never we never had to go through like a season or two of bad seasons before it inevitably like marched off into the ether kind of like supergirl we did, we did. did not we did not have a, a, and this is a, a non-superhero example but we we did not pull an empire where we were limping to the final uh finish line right yeah god that final season of empire was atrocious <laughs> but yeah so so we can at least like look at that and be like all right you know we, we had three solid seasons and you could argue any one of them is bet you know is the best like you could argue the first one's the best because it had kate kane and it had all these all you know all the actual comic characters in there you could argue you know if you really love ryan you could argue season two is really good because that's where we first see her and we still have kate a little bit and we have a really good comic accurate villain and then you could argue season three if you really if you really like ryan and sophie because of because of all their stuff you know look i'm not gonna say that the reason the show got canceled was because of your delusion your delusion your delusional fantasy of Ryan and Sophie being together, but um, just saying. Yeah, no. <laughs> but and I love that, like season three too. Just overall, I know, I know. I mean, because we were so upset that it was only thirteen episodes. But looking back, I actually think that that was good for it because it it gave them limited real estate to kind of tell a cohesive story. We didn't have a moment to breathe and you know we just kind of kind of just ran the entire season which was good because we didn't have any like weak episodes like if you go back to season one which had the i think season one was probably our longest season Mm -hmm. um there, there were a couple episodes within that season where you and i were both like this really was not it (laughs) but in season two and season three we didn't really have a whole lot of that Mm mm-hmm so yeah, I was I was hoping that we would at least get a fourth and final, but yeah, like I yeah I I wish that we would have gotten I wish we would have gotten like a final season 
rather than just um, rather than just getting canceled. And I think if I think if CW sale wasn't eminent, we would have gotten it. Yeah, or like if could... CW, like if this was a CW decision to not renew, I think CW would have given them one more season. Honestly, I don't even think it has anything to do with the CW sale because the, the ratings for Batwoman were were by CW standards were decent and better performing than some of the other shows that got renewed. I honestly think it has more to do with the Warner Discovery merger and the overhaul of DC that's coming. Well, for one, so so diving into that a little bit, I would say that for one, yes, their their um, ratings for the CW network were you know above middle of the pack, which was good. So for a CW show, it was good. That doesn't necessarily mean whoever is taking over CW thinks those numbers are good or envisions that they want to keep the sh- the the they, they renewed the channel that, at that the channel they, at that point they renewed but, stuff that performed worse right, than and, Batwoman and that but i think another caveat to this is production costs like it's one thing to be it's one thing to say like they got better ratings than some of the shows that got renewed okay but if it's if it's on a if it's on a network that like these like all the ratings are kind of middling compared to other stations, how much of a price difference is it to renew say a IP that you that I would assume you you have to pay a decent amount on because it's it's a WB and comic book property than say you know Charmed or or something else that maybe isn't effects or um or stunt heavy like dynasty for example i don't know if dynasty got renewed or if it's or what still on the bubble so but like you know so say dynasty brings in like you know say one percentage point less than batwoman does that one percentage point make up for how much less money it probably costs to produce dynasty because one of the one of the things when you're selling the company is you want to cut costs. You, you know, you no one's going to want to buy a company where there's a lot of costs baked in that they have no control over. So that could also be it. I just, I wish somebody could explain what went into this decision because I just, since it was a good show, it was performing well, it deserved more life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're going to have to, see, like, I'm, I'm really... I'm really interested now to see what CW's um, what CW's slate looks like because they're ha- like so we know we're, we're getting a Tom Swift show. Yeah, so, yeah, which I'm excited for. I'm gonna watch that. But we've got the we've got Walker potentially the Walker spinoff, potentially the Supernatural spinoff, potentially we have Gotham Knights. We know we have the Flash. We have Superman and Lois. We have Riverdale. We have Walker. Did Riverdale get renewed already? Yes, it did. Okay. Um. So. So yeah. In theory, you swap out. You would swap out Tom Swift and Gotham Knights for Batwoman and and uh, Legends. In theory, because we've seen we've seen um, production stills from 
Tom Swift. So that's already is that already sent to order? Uh, yeah, I think we even might have a wait. You know what? I don't even th- I don't even know if if Tom Swift is coming in the fall or if it's actually going to be a summer show. Hold on, I think have to look this up. I swear I thought I saw a premiere date for it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I know we got production stills, but I didn't know. You know, I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. May thirty first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, so it's gonna oh, be a so, summer show. Yeah. All right. So, 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 so there's still two slots that kind of haven't been filled because Gotham Knights still isn't really committed to a series yet. Um, and then yeah. you still have a bunch of shows that are not that are as of right now not renewed. Like, they haven't renewed Legacies. They haven't renewed Charmed. Um, I, they haven't renewed All-American Homecoming. I don't know what else airs on Sunday besides Riverdale. I know there's something. Right. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting to see what the CW looks like because their whole their whole image now is like a dare to defy. And there's not really a whole lot of, you know, you had dare to defy because you had, like, all your supernatural and superhero shows. But there's not really a whole bunch of either yeah. So, you know, can we yeah, talk about so... how the news broke of the cancellation? It was we can try. Tweet. It was just a tweet from Caroline Dreyer's. Like, maybe that's well, just the there was that... a there, there was um, also an article uh, over at comicbook.com that went out like right around the same time. Right, but didn't that comic book article have the tweet in it? So didn't the tweet come first, and then all the articles came after? Uh. I'm under the impression that I'm under the impression that they were sent what the tweet was going to be, so they could get so they could get some sort of uh, thing ready, and then once the tweet happened, they were able to go from there. But it also it also yeah it was it was a tweet from Carolyn Dryers. However, it also like the we got a tweet from the writers' room account and. And um, Javicia not too long after, so we had gotten Rachel. we had gotten reactions fairly quickly. Yep, Rachel. Um, so we'd gotten reactions fairly quickly. So everyone I think was informed prior to. I would hope so, because finding out you don't have prior to the tweeting. Just... Well, well, it's funny you say that because just this week uh, there is a controversy. Uh, there was a controversy that broke out on Twitter because over in over on the West End in England, it was announced that the Cinderella musical would be closing in June. It was announced via Twitter, and nobody connected to the show knew about it until they read about it on Twitter. See, I hate stuff like like like. So at least we can say that it appears everyone that needed to know knew before it was public information yeah which i'm grateful for because that would just be so cruel you know uh so yeah legacies is waiting a decision in the dark which i've never heard of is is uh still awaiting dynasty legacies kung fu is renewed which i honestly didn't even know was a thing yeah, uh roswell on- is awaiting but I don't even think the new season of Roswell has started yet. That's a summer show. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming in a couple weeks. I think when All American. Yeah, All American is renewed. So looking at the article that I've pulled up right now, aside from aside from like the 
the reality shows that no one ever remembers is actually on CW. There's been seven renewals, um, which again, for an entire years of a slate, is not a lot. Because you need you, you need at least like ten shows you need for a five day. Essentially, week. Four, fourteen. I mean, if well, you figure Saturday and Sunday is when they do like their say their uh, reality TV program because no one ever watches TV Saturday and no, Sunday. Well, no, Riverdale is currently on Sunday nights, and Batwoman used to be on Sunday nights. Really? So they, yeah. Bat, when Bat, the first two years Not that Batwoman... Bat Batwoman. And I mean, I mean Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale's, Riverdale's been on Sunday since um, since it came back after the uh, five-episode mini-event that they did that I saw what it was, but it happened. And I mean, let's be honest, it's not like CW ever really keeps something in one time slot. Like, I think Flash might be the only consistent show. Yeah, and and even that's different because they moved that to Wednesday when we came back from Armageddon. But up until... Oh, yeah. But, because it was on Tuesday nights at 8 for its entire run, including Armageddon, and then when we came back from Armageddon, they moved it. Yeah. Yep. See, I have no idea. Because, I mean, Supernatural was, when Supernatural was on, it was basically, it at one point, I think, had touched on every single day of the week. Yeah. Over its, over its 15 years. Like, the C, the CW will just move stuff and just not care. Charmed went from, like, Sundays to Tuesdays to Fridays. Nancy yeah. Drew moved from Wednesday to Friday. Like, they'll just recycle. They don't care. Yeah. No, that is, uh, that is true. So. Do you think, do you think the move to Wednesday hurt us? No. No. I mean, CW just shifts around shows so much that I think people watching CW are just kind of used to it. Right, but you have to look at you have to look at what's on on other networks. At the same time, they were up against Batwoman was on at eight or nine. Eight. Eight. Okay, so Batwoman was on at eight, which means it was up against Survivor, Chicago Med, and ABC Comedy. Those are those are <sighs> like. And one Chicago does huge numbers for NBC, so I feel like maybe moving us to Wednesday might have hurt us. Yeah, but I think I think it's hard to really gauge that given how prevalent uh, DVR is. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say streaming because you could argue that some people still might not do streaming, but almost like every cable company gives you a DVR, like. Like very, there's very few cable packages out there that don't include a DVR. True. Unless you specifically be like, no, I don't want to pay the extra two dollars a month Which, for the DVR. Which, that person, please get out of the cave. <laughs> you know, I understand cable bills are high, and there are places that you want to cut. I don't really see a lot of people like making the stand at the DVR cost. Yeah. No. Because I, I know I need a DVR, and I watch a lot of television. Yeah. Like, so, like, hell, I think even, like, Hulu has, like, a DVR option, which is... Yeah, the Hulu Live does have a DVR option. Yeah, which is weird, because it's like, but doesn't it just go on the Hulu regular service after the fact? Some yes, some no. Because oh, okay. Hulu Live, Hulu Live, you access to stuff that isn't normally in the Hulu library. Like, you okay. can watch CW shows on Hulu Live. But if you all don't right. have Hulu Live, you don't have access. Also, all of Hulu's content doesn't upload till like, 3 o'clock in the standard time. So if mm-hmm. you wanted to watch it before then, you would need to DVR it. Okay. Uh, so, 
so yeah, like with as prevalent as DVR is, I don't think it hurt nearly as much as say like ten years ago. Because on Sundays we weren't really up against a whole lot. Like we were up against the if we were on Sundays, we would have been up against the Equalizer on CBS. Football well, for the first part of the year, football on Sundays would have killed us. And then, like, I don't even know what NBC has on Sunday night. Like, I honestly think Sunday night was a, was a better night for us. Hmm. And I kind of wish we would have stayed there for Yeah, but I'm just of the opinion that, I'm just of the opinion that, you know, we should stop moving things around so, so much. Because, like, I mean, and I can't say it didn't have any effect because, I mean, it kind of had an effect when Fox did it with uh, Gotham. Like, when Fox moved it off of its original... Uh, Monday night. Monday yeah. yeah, it was Monday nights because it was on. It was on. With Sleepy Hollow, right? Was got well, me Sleepy Hollow. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to think if it was on before or after Supergirl, because me and my friend Tim would watch both because they uh, both came on Monday night. So we would watch. We would watch one and then we would watch the other. I think it came on after Supergirl. So, but when Gotham moved. I would still go to my friend's house to watch Supergirl on Mondays, but then I didn't watch Gotham because it wasn't on right after that. And it was on, like, later on in the week, and I would forget about it. Like, I ha- I am a veg- very ritualistic person. Me too. So if something if something changes time, it's like it's dead forever to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it was weird because even when we moved when we because mo- moving when we moved for Wednesdays for this season that meant even moving our recording days so when we stopped recording on Mondays and started recording on Thursdays it felt so strange. it did but it also made it a little bit easier like we got more episodes out on time because of that than anything because Thursdays true. was just an easier day true very true so I mean other than that unfortunately yeah unfortunately that's about all I got I mean. I'm I'm sad that the show's going away. I I would really like to see or know like what would have happened next season. Yeah. I, I um, kind of hope that we maybe get like a a little something on the Flash because I don't think they'll do it on Superman and Lois because they've kind of kept us separate so far. But hopefully yeah. on the Flash next season we can get some kind of Armageddon type event, which will give us closure. On both Batwoman and Legend. Yeah, that would be that would be nice, but where Flash is going to have less episodes, I don't know if it'll if it'll have time given the fact I, that it's it has to wrap up its own show. I, well, we that the, it being a ninth and final has not been that's the, that's what it's looking like, but they CW hasn't officially said that. Uh, true, and we we will probably see it announced at the upfront. Yeah, if not at a couple days before. Yeah, because um, if it's the final season, aside from having to wrap up stuff, you still have to deal with, like, I don't watch the show anymore, but you still have to deal with what happened at the end of this season. Which so s- Supposedly, um, the showrunner for The Flash gave an interview, uh, which at the even though the interview came out after the renewal was announced, the interview took place before the renewal was he kind yeah. of shaped this season finale of season eight as a potential series finale in case the renewal did hmm. um but that's uh that is about it unfortunately uh i don't think i have a whole hell of a lot more to say how about you 
No, I don't. I've enjoyed discussing Batwoman with you over these last three years. It's going to majorly suck not getting to podcast with you. We have to find another show and hopefully our audience will follow us wherever we land because we have to have a show to discuss. It's just the rules. I I agree. Um, we'll have to we'll have to discuss off air about potential new shows. Uh, maybe if Gotham Knights gets picked up, or um, or we just we just do a we just do a uh, a recap podcast of an already like ended show, like Dawson's Creek or Listen. something. If you wanted to do that, if you wanted to do like a, a, a rewatch podcast of the show that neither one of us has ever seen before, I would be a hundred percent down for that. Oh, that might that might also be fun. There are definitely shows out there that I've always been like, Maybe I should watch this and then I don't because why? <laughs> like But that's yeah, we'll definitely have to talk off air because I am a hundred percent on board for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll have to uh, we'll have to think of some ideas. But until then we are uh, going to shut the lights off, but you can still uh, get in touch with us in a variety of ways. You can email us at batwomantvtalk at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at batwomantvtalk on Twitter. You can tweet at me at Academy Rewind on Twitter. Where can the people find you? I'm at XO Tony Rooney XO on Twitter. All right. Well, until we figure out what we're going to do with our lives, um, that is all. And we hope to still uh, hear from you guys from time to time. Let us know how you're doing, what you're watching, or if there's a uh, particular show that you think we should cover. Because that would also uh, help out. But until then, we are getting out of here. So for the final time, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye, everybody.